Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. Now it's time for Spotlight Star Wars with your host, Ken Knapsack. 
Well, hello, Star Wars fans. Welcome to Spotlight Star Wars. We're here to celebrate Star Wars, talk about Star Wars. Oh, it's all things Star Wars. Why else would you be here? That's why I'm here. We got a great interview coming up with Mark Donica and his wife, Andrea Donica. They host the podcast Party of Two Pod, and they have a, 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 a podcast about theme parks, but they have a focus on Disney. And we like getting updates on Galaxy's Edge, don't we? And Mark has been on the show before, uh, on the feed before. Uh, I think he did Star Wars Ranked, what we, what, about what we wanted from uh, Star Wars Land, which is what it was called at the time, but now we know Galaxy's Edge um, is so, so close. And they have the finger on the pulse, so we're going to get some updates. And during the course of that of the interview you're going to hear, you, you can almost feel my excitement for Galaxy's Edge growing. Not that I wasn't excited from the get-go, from the first time we heard the whispers of a Star Wars land being heard across the land, uh, our own lands, uh, I was excited. Why, why wouldn't I be excited? Excited? Why wouldn't you be excited? It's Star Wars theme park. I mean, this is, this is great. Harry Potter fans have Harry Potter world. Uh, Snoopy and, and Peanuts uh, fans have Knott's Berry Farm, right? Snoopy, Snoopy Land. Why, why can't why do, why can't we get Star Wars? Snoopy, Snoopy has a land. Star Wars gets a land too over at Disney, and that's coming. And I, I was always excited, but now I'm just getting more and more excited because the immersion into Galaxy's Edge seems like it's going to be complete and all around you. Uh, it's going to surround you, bind you. It's going to be like the Force, right? Uh, and that ties back to just some of the original feelings of joy I got from Star Wars. And I got to assume it's kind of what you get from Star Wars or got from Star Wars in the early days. And it's something I always like to go back to. It's, it's something I always like to feel. And in this day and age of media discussion and news and articles and rumors and all these things that are fun to discuss, never get me wrong, we love discussing them here in Force Center. I love discussing them on other places, too, and that includes off-air. Yeah, when I have lunch with uh, Steve or Alex from Black Series Rebels, that is some of the stuff we don't always just talk about Star Wars, but yeah, we'll talk about the latest news or things we've heard. Alex and, and Molly Damon of Star Wars Explained coming to town. Yeah, we'll go get a drink, and yeah, we talk about Star Wars. Van William, you've heard of him on the podcast before, and he's going to be on it again soon with a very funny special Star Wars ranked. When we get together, we talk about Star Wars. Uh, it's it's. I never get tired of it. I never do. I get. I I, I experience these little points of exhaustion when eh, I got to read twelve comics in a book, and you know I got a lot of things going on. But once I crack them open and I start looking through the pages and I start reading the words, I'm excited. That question of is there too much Star Wars? I get it. I get it from an intellectual level, but no. There's never been too much Star Wars for me. There's been too little Star Wars for me. And that's not just coming from someone who was raised in the 80s and went through that dark period of the late 80s where there wasn't really a lot of Star Wars and it was something in the past. Kenner couldn't even get the second line of Star Wars figures launched, the ones with their crazy ideas, their kind of pseudo-sequel. I'm glad they didn't. Though it would have been funny to have some of that stuff. But it's not just because I lived through that. It's even now. It's even going back to 2012 where it started. I don't buy into this idea that there is too much Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan like me, to to a casual person, yeah. Just like, I, you know, I'm casual about superheroes, so sometimes it seems like there's a lot of superhero movies. But if you're a superhero fan, like my, my buddy, my writing partner, Matt Key, man, that guy, you can't give him enough superhero stuff. More, more, more. If it's Doctor Strange, he's on board. 
His wife, Brittany, give her a Squirrel Girl comic, a book and a movie and a TV show, and she's happy. So I don't think there's too much for it if you love it. And that goes back to this feeling of being immersed in, this, in, in the world that starts young. There's always those properties that you fall into and you love the worlds more than just even the stories. And there's a lot now. I think entertainment is built on these IPs. But now we look at them as big business. For me, G.I. Joe, Transformers, you guys know I love those, and Robotech Big. I was an 80s kid, right? That's all the things I'm going to look And Mask, one of my favorites as well. There's all that kind of stuff. A little bit later on, people might, uh, you know, get into Harry Potter by the late 90s. That's a thing. Lord of Rings comes racing back, but the books, of course, always there. Those are things that we love, things you, you really get into. Then as an adult, now I didn't read the books until later. But Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, there's another world to fall into, and I fall into it. But all of it, for me. Now, Harry Potter, if you're a child of the, of the, of the 90s, uh, early 2000s, it might be Harry Potter for you. And, you know, I have fun going to the Harry Potter world over here in Universal Studios locally for me, uh, in, in uh, Studio City over, over, over near my place. Uh, a lot of fun. I, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I've seen all the movies, not read the books. Give me a butterbeer. I'm happy. It's great. And it's... And it's an immersive experience as, as most as best it can be. Uh, it is a tinier space, so you do see rides from the other lands. You hear the water world attraction going off, and well, you see you know helicopters flying nearby. But it's it's pretty immersive. But for me and a lot of people, going back to those early days, Star Wars pulled you in. It was beyond just the movies and the toys. I think were a big part of that. That's why they are. I think the most legendary toys of all. That's why the Netflix series of toys have made us started with that. That's why there's other documentaries about star Wars toys and why they are still so popular for a lot of uh, people of my age and, 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 and generations in and around that. I think it's a little different now. I think that's why there's sometimes a bit of a struggle with the action figures specifically. Uh, younger fans aren't collecting the same way. They view things a little different. That's an interesting part of it. That's why I think Star Wars Kids is almost more valuable than action figures now. The Star Wars Kids YouTube shorts might be in a way, and they're not necessarily catching on yet, and hear me out here. You know, it's almost like they're the Kenner figures now because we took those figures home. We go to the store. I go nearby a J.J. Newberry Market in my hometown of Royal Grande, California, and I get some Star Wars figures there. You take them home, and unlike anything else, I, t- I loved G.I. Joe. Still have a lot of the figures from then, where I don't have the Star Wars ones. You know that story if you listen a long time. Uh, Transformers, Robotech, all right? Those are big. Th- Robotech for me at one point was probably bigger in my life than Star Wars. But those three properties, just even just talking about those ones, sorry, GoBots, uh, didn't pull me in like Star Wars did. Star Wars connected with something deep. And I found myself always wanting to be completely immersed in Star Wars. I mean, I'd play, quote-unquote, play G.I. Joe with my friends, not just with the figures, but going out to the wilderness, right? I lived kind of a urban-slash-rural uh, area where I had some friends who lived in, quote, the country, really, there's like half a mile outside of our town, and their parents owned a couple acres, right? But it was um, a hillside, a lot of trees, a lot of areas to run and play. And we'd play G.I. Joe, 
we do all that kind of stuff, but nothing was quite like Star Wars. And none of my friends, until later in life, junior high, high school, when it was a little different, when it was like, well, it was whispered, you like Star Wars? I do too. Are we nerds? Apparently we are. But uh, in the element, I was the Star Wars kid in my elementary school. Uh, believe me, everyone else loved them too, but I was the one who was like, I'd be arranging the playground play sessions Sitting there before, all right, lunch recess is coming. Let's go, let's go, we'll have lunch. We'll eat our little tater tots and, and all those little breakfast uh, for lunch on, on, on a select one Wednesday a month or whatever it was. We'd be sitting there and I'd be like, all right, we're going to play Star Wars. Let's play Star Wars at lunch. We don't have figures. We are the figures. You take the figures home with you and you immerse yourself in the world that way. And then on the playground, I think you immerse yourself in the world being these characters. And I, we, we decide, you know, today you're going to be Luke. You're going to be Han. You're going to be Leia. You're going to be Lando. You're a Gamorrean guard. I don't want to be that. You're going to be it now. We need one for the story. And you just be so pulled into the world. That was unlike any other thing for me. Yes, I played G.I. Joe. Didn't really do Transformers. We could make the noises. I'm a car. So it's hard to play. Robotech, a little bit later on, so it was more... I was immersed in the world through the comics, right? Star Wars, it was always different. I loved it on the screen. I loved it on home, uh, you know, TV, on the VHS tape players, all that kind of stuff. Reading the novels, the novelizations, one of the reasons I've been doing it on Spotlight Star Wars, going back with that, just kind of taking that in again for the first time in a long time. But it was something special to hit the playground, to grab your friends and pretend to be in Star Wars. Uh, for a good portion of my youth, uh, you know, those first through sixth grade years when you're still out in the backyard playing, you're not trying to be cool or playing sports or riding your bike or skateboard, all that kind of stuff. When you'd be like, Mom, I'm going to go outside and play. It was Star Wars. That tree became an ATSD walker. That one became a, a, one of the gun turrets on Hoth. Uh, the palm trees I had that slightly angled out, that was a speeder bike. Occasionally, it was me hanging below a skiff on Tatooine above the Sarlacc pit. I had a little, a little, uh, for, we had like a tree removed in our yard before it moved in, and so it was never got filled in. So there was this little divot in our yard, and me as a kid, I could jump in, and, and it was a foxhole. I wanted to play G.I. Joe, but with Star Wars, it was the side of a hill on Endor. It might be the Sarlacc pit, especially if I had my figures. Oh, that worked beautifully. Um, I lived near the beach. Pismo Beach, California, sand dunes, go out and play. I mean, dear God, that's tattooing to a kid. Full immersion into the world. That's what Star Wars did, and that is where my joy of Star Wars began and where it always goes back to. And in this age of news and, and rumors and scoops, and, you know, some of it is real, some of it isn't, some of it might be. You know, we're going to be talking about the Obi-Wan TV show this coming Tuesday here on the Force Center main show. Uh, I'm assuming most of you listen in order, but maybe you go back. Uh, well, this this is recorded around that time. I'll tell you, I, I've heard some things that make me believe that is a true rumor, that is a, something that is in development, whether it sees the light of day, I don't know. But all that stuff, as much it is, as fun as it is to talk about that, the thing that I really, really love more than anything is getting into those discussions, getting into those discussions in which I fully lose myself in the discussion because I get lost in the world. How do I watch Star Wars? I don't watch it to second-guess directors or try to predict. I don't. I'm bad at that stuff. I watch it because I want to see the story the creators give me, and then I attach it to the world and the story that I already know to that point. And I put it down on a timeline. This means that. Oh, that's what Han did. This is what happened to Leia. And I get so lost in it. 
Those are the discussions I love. It is another form of being fully immersed in Star Wars. And I say all that because we're going to have a fun discussion here in a moment with Mark Donica and Andrea, Andrea Donica, Andrea Donica, excuse me. I'm just saying syllables all wrong today and words wrong because I'm so excited. Mark and Andrea Donica are, are going to be talking about Galaxy's Edge here with me. And that, to me, is about immersion. Fully immersed in the joy of Star Wars and the way Disney does it. It will be all around you. So, I think, without further ado, let's bring on the Donicas and let's talk about Galaxy's Edge. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
All right, Four Center fans, I have got a Galaxy's Edge update for you. That's right. We're bringing in our Galaxy's Edge Four Center expert. He's been on the show before here at Spotlight Star Wars and just the feed in general, but we're bringing him here today, and he ain't coming alone. That's right. From the podcast Party of Two podcast, a theme park podcast that I think does focus on Disney because Disney's big in everyone's hearts, right? Um, Mark Donica is here with his wife, Andrea Donica, and we are going to be talking Galaxy's Edge. You may know it sometimes still as Star Wars Land. Welcome, Donicas. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. Good to have you here. I'm getting all my buttons here on the Roadcaster Pro. Uh, uh, plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. So, all right. We've brought you on before, Mark, specifically to talk about Galaxy's Edge. We did some wild speculation back in the day. We've got some updates. So from both of you, you guys are plugged in. You're both Star Wars fans. You're Star Wars, big Star Wars fans. What is kind of the biggest, latest stuff? What are you expecting? Let's just dive on in. Where, where, where do we go? Oh, my gosh. It feels like there's news coming at least something big every single week. I I don't even know where to start. We've gotten some new footage Mm -hmm. for on, on the actual rides themselves, which is looking absolutely massive, particularly for the, the big battle escape. Mm -hmm. That's the the resistance first order based ride. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars rise of the resistance is the official title. The working title was battle escape. And now, it's become official. Okay. But one of the, some of the rumors that we heard earlier on, and we, we had a source that Ooh, told that of sources, we had a source that told us, and I, I feel comfortable saying it now because there's information about it. Sure. sure. Um, that you are going to be riding on several vehicles throughout the course of this ride. Several. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now that we have a layout of the park or a layout of the land itself right. and more, there's more information coming out that, the multiple transports is more of the, in the queuing process where the initial queue is going to be where you're, where you're drafted into the resistance. They Mm -hmm. put you on a transport that takes you and starts the mission that they put you on. And then you get captured by the first order. The first order puts you on a ride vehicle. And then that's where the quote unquote real ride begins. But the full experience is going to be approximately half an hour long. Wow. Yeah. So this is a big deal in, in terms of ride length. It, it's still yeah. going to be you queuing up, but you're going to be surrounded by stormtroopers so and the, the first order. So what you're saying is the, the the real ride might not begin for a while, but the, the queue process, which said Star Tours has C-3PO saying some charming things while R2 beeps, is now kind of a ride itself. Am I hearing that right? A yes. bit. A uh, bit. In, Point of reference, if anybody's been to the Gringotts uh, bank ride in Universal Orlando, that ride starts in the queue. Okay. Where you, the queue is the lobby of the Gringotts bank. They take you to get your identification and then you get put into the elevator that takes you down to the catacombs. And so the whole experience is like, we're here, we're in this world, we're in this land, but the the ride act. Kind of starts early kind on. Kind of starts. See, yeah. All of the placemaking is is early. It's sort of like the Indiana Jones where you're not just, hey, we're, we're walking into a building, but you're right. walking through the temple and it's that to an even more extreme degree. Yeah. Gotcha. So in this way, the, the difference is you are actually getting on some sort of a ride vehicle 
then getting off, and then you're going to get onto another one. I mean, that that could include, we don't, maybe we don't know, maybe you do, of like sitting down, strapping in, safety check, ride, get up, stormtroopers take you off, or just people it's, mover type situation. We do, I don't know if we know. It seems like it's either going to be a big transport where mm-hmm. they're going to put the doors down and it's going to look like you're traveling in space or it's going to be like an escape pod situation. Yeah. I'm okay. hearing more towards the escape pod, but we'll, we'll get a better idea a little bit closer, but that's right. kind of what's sounding like to me. It, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a roundabout mm-hmm. um, could, on a small the, part of track. And it could be the, the escape pod from the transport like there's a lot lot of of things like you can see where the transport it's gonna it looks similarly but a little bit bigger to the one that leia arrives on in uh uh, force Force awakens but it looks a little bit bigger but they're they're trying to take advantage of as much familiarity whether it's unconscious or conscious depending on your level of star wars fandom to get you into the resistance and then on top of that once you try once your mission begins which is the beginning of the ride you're going to come face to face with a couple of uh, Adat walkers. Mm. There's going to be a legion of stormtrooper audio animatronics. Wow. And uh, you're going to come face to face with Kylo Ren a couple of times, which we three saw times. three times, which, three times, which we saw in the promo. It was just sort of yeah. like neck up, but it's still like, Oh, dangerous. <laughs> Don't go down that corridor. <laughs> um, there's Jimmy Cricket's on. No, yeah. stop! Not this way. That's fascinating. And there's so. going to be some hacking droids to help okay. you on yeah. your journey. They weren't very specific, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to be BB-8. <laughs> uh, you know, at this point, you think BB-8 pretty much shows up in everything. Yeah, I love, I love Beebs. Um, we've uh, we've also got the the the, the Millennium Falcon ride, which uh, yes. you know we've talked a lot about here in Force Center on the main show about what it could mean, and and if you mess up, will the park make fun of you? You know, that's uh, you know. Um, and this book comes out, Pirate's Price, which a lot of people love the audio book because Jim uh, Cummings is doing the Hondo voice. The best. So Hondo, Naka, uh, Donica, you, you were saying some great things I think we should share here about just speculating what this could mean for the ride. Yeah, there's there's been a little bit of talk about Hondo's piece in this because he's had an experience with Han and Chewie, as we see in Pirate's Price. But the the story that we're hearing is that for some reason, Chewie feels like he can trust Captain Onaka, which for those of us who are familiar with the, the infamous right. pirate captain, probably not the best idea. Shortly after he entrusts the Falcon to uh, Hondo on Batu, Batu or, or Hondo opens up a shipping business, a smuggling business. Thanks for your car. I'm going to base a business around. Exactly. Okay. Where uh, he, he puts up a sign that says, I need a crew. Any experience is welcome. And it sounds like that's going to be the basis of the ride is you're going to be helping Hondo on a variety of missions, various things that he's going to help you out with. And uh, (laughs) sorry, those are those just more of a a Hondo tick. But uh, that's what it seems like the story of that ride is going to be. But we've along with the resistance ride and just the regular interactions with the park, the the fact that your history is going to be recorded yeah. in some way, shape or form. We still don't know how we have yeah. a theory that it's going to be magic bands, which has been something that the Disney parks have been using in Florida. Okay. But we don't know how they're going to track that progress. And they're mm. still being really mum about it. But mm. yeah, that's the theory because in terms of the magic bands in Orlando, it tracks where you are throughout the parks. It'll save and take your photos for you on different right. attractions. Mm. 
it would make sense for that same technology to be applied in this sure. land. And then as a result, the cast members and the acting performers are going to be interacting with you based off of your credits and your history <laughs> This is and, and what you're doing within Galaxy's yeah. Edge. And, and that's the thing that Andrew brings up as well is depending on how well you do for presumably for Honda or for the, for these missions, you're going to be given credits, what those credits can be used for or how they can be applied to wow. real world situations. We don't know. We don't know. Like whether you can use your credits to pay off a vendor a little bit and get a much lower price for something that you were looking for. We don't know. I'm wow. super excited. You're going to actually get to haggle for some stuff in really? the shop. Confirmed. We're not just speculating. Confirmed. You are. You guys are plugged into the Disney news stream. Yes. We get to haggle prices mm-hmm. and what you do for Hondo. Wow. Yeah. That blows my mind because so we were, just, we were talking to the Force Center main show stuff uh, that started kind of first coming out like, hey, you know, how you do on this ride, particularly the Falcon, because we know there's going to be four what, four people on a ride. One's a pilot, one's a gunner or whatever it is. Navigator. Right? I Navigator. believe it's six positions Oh wow. okay. for, for each ride. People were supposing ride. four because that's what it is on um, not Mission Space. What is that Mission Space? Yes. It, yeah, because okay. that's what it is in Mission Space, and that's the the closest um, thing so, that they can so apply to. So make five other friends is what you're telling me, because I don't want some strangers <laughs> in my cockpit. <laughs> yes, yeah. or just make sure you go with the right people right. when you go to visit, finally. And so we were joking around. You know, Scrimshaw was kind of nervous. Like, if I mess up, if I wait for four hours, get in this Falcon ride, and I mess up, and then someone in the park's making fun of me because they know I failed, will that take away an enjoyment? But I, it's not so much that is as... You're working for Hondo. You got some credits and you're, we think the magic band makes, makes sense. Yeah. That's the kind of interaction we have. So it'll be a little different. That's well, nice. it'll be like, how, how did you take care of the Falcon while it was in your care? Did yeah. you bang her up while yeah. you were on your mission? Because you might land and so may come up and be like, Hey, the boss didn't like, didn't like what it. you did with her. Like that, that's, that's no awesome. good. Or we lost some cargo and that's coming out of your paycheck yeah. sort of a thing. So if it's, if it's a pilot thing from a pilot and navigator, I assume would be responsible for any sort of right. physical damage, but um, if, or, or the gunner, if the gunner couldn't keep whomever off, it's going to, I, I imagine that there's going to be multiple missions or multiple branching paths right. that we're going to see that can affect where you're going. Cause I mean, regardless, people are going to be coming back to this land endlessly. This, the, the, what you guys are describing now is, is the immersion is on a level I can't even comprehend. It's completely unprecedented. Did you it's hear about, going to be mind blowing. Wow. Did you hear about the doc Ondar comics that are coming? The galaxy's edge comics. So I've heard a little bit about them and then some of the books and everything, but yes, doc Ondar please. is going to be one of the merchants in Batu, And that's the authorian, right? Yes. He's the hammer. one that you're haggling with. Oh, yes. he's and the you're haggling. going to be, you're going to be working with a shopkeeper yeah. uh, to help you with the haggling itself because you're going to need a translator (laughs) (laughs) so there is some there's all of this is going to be happening in real time you want a galaxy's edge hat go do good on the falcon ride and then maybe get five dollars off the other thing too nothing's going to be labeled galaxy's edge or star wars in the land this is 100 immersive any sort of merchandise that you find in there is going to be reflective of the star Wars world, but it's going to be much more realistic or, you know, Oh, this is what we think Kylo Ren looks like. This is, you know, a a kind of a 
more crude, yeah. plushy of it, you know, stitched together. It's going to feel very realistic. That is a big update. And we were talking a little bit a couple weeks ago on the Force Center main show about, about this Ithorian and and uh, how they might treat legends in the galaxy. Joseph was talking about that too. Um but what you're saying is a big update to what you originally talked about, Mark, when you were on here. We did a Star Wars ranked a long time ago now about what we want from Star Wars land, quote Star Wars land. And, and that was one of the things you brought up was unique merchandise to this land. So ding, 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 you win that point or you knew and you're sharing information. Um, you can also buy droids. Yes, droids. You will, you will be able to buy droids. And in they some will way, know you and they will know your family and your family's droids. What? I'm not even kidding yeah. you. What? What? Yeah. Yep. How big are you, these droids? Well, you can buy R2s. You can buy yeah. R2 models. The Lester Max? Mm-hmm. The, the little or big? Is Presum- like the size of my real, life-size real Ewok size. here? Yeah, yeah. Presumably I, been, their life-size. I've been admiring that Ewok, by the uh, way. Emerald Moon on Etsy is the Beautiful. fine folks that made this uh, life-size wicket for me. Beautiful. That is uh, featured in a lot of photos in my Instagram feed. <laughs> um, yeah, check them out. Um, wow, that's... This is all too much. Like even just seeing, there's a lot of videos where you can piece together little things. Right. And uh, they're, they're, Parks do a series called Every Role is a Starring Role, where they talk about people in various uh, various yeah. positions in the park. And they had the the site manager, the construction, the site manager for the lot. And it just shows little things here, little things there. Yeah. And you're seeing... Um, oh my, why am I, why am I blanking? I can't believe I'm blanking. What's the, what's the language? The written language? Arabesh. Yes, Arabesh. God, yeah. I, I say you it should, all the you time. You should watch Star Wars Explain more. Yes, I should. Yeah. Hi, Alex. Um, yeah. But the seeing Arabesh all around, yeah. it was something that I was expecting when we were at D23. Oh no, it was D23, not Celebration. And we were, they had people answering questions about mm-hmm. Star Wars land and this and that. And we were like, so there's not going to be any signs that say bathroom, this way to the ride, this, that, the other thing. Okay. So is it just going to be stuff in Arabesh? And they, they kind of like, we can't answer that at this time. <laughs> they wouldn't answer anything for us, but they were very generous at celebration for information yeah, they were. on That's what they were doing. It was hysterical to us. I mean, yeah. it was just a few weeks in between those two different conventions and uh, the Imagineering people had uh, very different approaches to how much they would tell the fans. Yeah. Uh, This is, this is my excitement level is, is growing. I was excited, but I was excited. You know, I grew up with star tours, right? You know, I remember when it opened. Yay. I'm an old guy. Yeah, cool. And it's like, and that's fun. And that's immersive to a certain degree. I get it. But this, this is something what you're describing now with the books coming out and the books are setting up things. And we always well, joked yeah, about you. You just had, like I yeah, asked yeah. very nicely for Thrawn alliances because I know Batu is in it. Batu is very much in it. And then, you know, Black Spire gets mentioned in Solo and everything. Mm-hmm. They are taking a lot of care uh, building this land up. That's the thing is the second you walk through. Yeah. You are in Star Wars. You're there. Anything that happens, you are a part of the story. And it's it sounds like a, a like a log line that you would get for promotion, but the way that they're handling everything yeah. makes it feel 100% legitimate. And the one thing that I will say yeah. that that may sound like a detriment to our home park here in Anaheim, mm. but it sounds like with the magic bands, with the placement of Star Tours, Hollywood Studios in Florida may be the best place to experience. Okay galaxy's edge because right now for star tours the the journey ends and you land in batu right and so with 
with Galaxy's Edge there, you get off the ride, you walk right into the, into into the land. Whereas here, you get off of it, you're still in Tomorrowland, you've got to walk all the way across the park, right. and all of a sudden there you're into it. And then also with the Magic Bands, it seems like that's how they're going to be doing stuff in Florida, yeah. and we have no idea what they're doing here yet. We don't know. And I then mean, the hotel is coming in a couple of years. Right, which is a whole nother yeah. thing. <laughs> Final thought, food. We know we're going to get alcohol in there. It's going to be a little bit different. Have you heard anything different about that? Anything new about that? Uh, what can I get drunk on, Andrea? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's uh, a very loaded question. <laughs> you know the answer's what? everything. Yeah, I, I wish they, uh, they shared more information on what they're going to be offering in terms of drinks, et cetera. I've only seen one name for a drink at at that cantina and I can't remember it right now. And it was actually on a low key piece together map. Okay. They were giving out these cards at uh, different star Wars events. And you had to put like all wow. nine pieces together to like get this whole map of galaxy's edge and like little clues and secrets. Wow. That's they're, they're still pretty mum on those particular details, but there is going to be a Galaxy's Edge specific beer yeah. that I know is okay. being developed um, by a brewery in Orlando itself. In Miami, oh, there is a Concrete Beach Brewery. They're okay. developing a couple of beers for the land specifically. We don't know if those are going to be sent here, but I can't imagine. Can't and, imagine. Andrew yeah, yeah. brought it up. It's like, I can't imagine them doing two separate things for two, two different right. things. But then how can you be a collector if you don't go to both parks and experience both things? But before before the land opens, you can actually go to the brewery and okay. try it because they're still trying to nail it. So if you go to Concrete Beach Brewery in Miami, Florida, you can get a preview of what some of the libations oh. in the canteen are going to be. There you go. And send a sample, if you can, <laughs> to he- us here. One growler, please. Center, yes. Uh, Mark, Andrew, you guys really know theme parks, and you especially know Disney. I, I really do appreciate the update here, I hope uh, you out there listening to Spotlight Star Wars because no, I don't know when I'll ever set foot in that park. I think the line, the wait has begun already, but we're going to try to get there. Before we go, you guys do some great work like we talked about. Let them know where they can uh, find your podcast, Party of Two, Mark. You can go to anchor.fm slash party of two pod, twitter.com slash party of two pod, tpublic.com slash party of two pod. That's party of two pod is where you can find us essentially everywhere. But um, the great thing about Anchor is you can go to anchor.fm and listen, or you can click through and find your podcast provider of choice, subscribe through there. And uh, that's right now how we're, we're distributing. We're also on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel and there's some stuff that has gone on YouTube that isn't on anything else. Okay. Some we've, we recorded some videos at Christmas time. I put an early review of Ralph breaks the internet on there. Sometimes we get some opportunities to see some stuff early and we're, we're going to put it on the YouTube channel, but that we're also, we've, planned a lot of stuff that we want to put on that channel but um right now i would say anchor is the best place sure. but subscribe to youtube just just in case something yeah, fun drops just in case and then i'm at mark Bidonica everywhere you can find me at dole whip drea on instagram and on twitter for all sorts of fun little articles and pictures of different theme park things some vintage some contemporary you never know what you're going to have pop up on your feed love it you guys are the best thank you so much for coming here and four center spotlight star wars rolls on there you have it thank you to the donicas for coming on in do me a favor follow them listen to their podcast 
hear what they're doing. Uh, Mark does a lot of stuff, too, in the uh, wrestling side of stuff. You can listen to uh, his podcast, Wrestling Professionals, as well. So give them a follow. I can't thank them enough for coming on in. Mark and Andrea Donica sharing some uh, knowledge, some thoughts, some speculation on Galaxy's Edge. This this magic band thing, if, the, if this is the way they go, and it sounds like it, it's going to make it very interesting. And that will be talk about full immersion into the world. I don't want to let Hondo down. Do you? I don't. So if you have some thoughts about that, reach out to them. Reach out to, to me, of course, using the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. And uh, let's let's talk. Let's continue to celebrate Star Wars and dive on in. We got some great stuff coming up this week on the feed, the main show. Uh, we got another databank brawl. Very special Star Wars ranked next weekend with my friend Van William in studio with a fun little uh, idea he came up with. Pitched it to me and said, hey, let's do it. We did it. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy that. We can't appreciate, I can't, uh, I can't appreciate you all enough. I can't say enough about your guys' support. And you can uh, continue to do so by going to Patreon, patreon.com slash center. And now this week, I'm happy to say after a uh, unplanned into planned hiatus, uh, we are here to say goodbye to someone very important to me in the Star Wars universe. Born in another era, serving in what many called a classic time alongside Imperial Originals, he wanted to carry on their legacy, but found himself surrounded by fools. Today, we say goodbye to Captain Moden Kennedy of the First Order. Moden Kennedy was born under the banner of the Old Republic, but he grew up bringing safety and security to the galaxy as part of the First Galactic Empire. An honorable and dutiful naval officer, Kennedy humbly served in his Emperor's military and rose in the ranks until he became a commander on the Star Destroyer Solicitude. A small, troublesome spark in the galaxy ignited into a furious flame of rebellion, and Kennedy found himself part of the collapsing regime. Not ready to submit to these upstart usurpers, Moden Kennedy left the known regions as part of the contingency plan led by Grand Admiral Ray Sloan, someone Kennedy no doubt had faith in. Yet in the dark corners of the unknown regions, the rising First Order found itself growing rapidly, but under the leadership of lesser souls. The grand days of the Empire were far behind. But Moden Kennedy still believed in the cause of the Old Guard, a dream of a better Empire. He became a captain of the First Order fleet and was given control of one of their imposing dreadnoughts called the Fulminatrix. Though never seeking glory, Kennedy was proud of this achievement. When the fledgling Resistance, a remnant of the galaxy's rebellious past, struck back at the First Order and destroyed their superweapon, Kennedy was ready to lead his ship into battle. Unfortunately, surrounded by lick-spittle officers and second-generation leaders incapable of reaching the heights of the empire that came before them, Kennedy and his crew found themselves staring down the barrel of their very doom. In his final moments, Captain Kennedy stood his ground and faced his fate head-on, while First Order neophytes looked on in shock. With one final grimace, Kennedy accepted what he always knew. He was a man of the empire, and nothing would erase that. Here's a final salute to Captain Moden Kennedy. Thanks for listening to 
the Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and follow Ken online, including Twitch at Ken Knapsack. Consider supporting Force Center on Patreon at patreon.com slash Force Center. Go to forcecenterpod.podomatic.net for more information and use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars to join the conversation. Until next time, this has been Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.